a crude laboratory in the basement of his home. And welcome to the CEO Raider Podcast. It's your host, John Mayetta. If you like the podcast, please subscribe. Please write a review on Apple Podcasts. Your review helps make it easier for other listeners to, to find us out there in the sea of podcasts. Still a nascent space is podcast. Did you know in 2016, total annual advertising revenue from podcasts was approximately $12 million. So it's very, very early days, despite the fact that it seems that everybody has a podcast these days. It's still very much a, a fragmented industry, a new phenomenon. So autonomous technology, I wanted to riff a little bit on it today because I'm not sure how I feel about it. You've got Bob Lutz, who's been a senior exec, chairman, vice chairman at multiple auto companies over time. He penned an article a couple months ago and said he expects uh, traditional vehicles to be regulated off of the road and that the road will consist entirely of autonomous vehicles with predetermined destinations uh, within the next 20 years, which sounds... A bit too 1984 for my taste. I think there are those of us who grew up with traditional vehicles who are always going to want a traditional vehicle. We may want autonomous capability in our vehicles, but to have the option to flip it on and off. The the, the picture the picture that's being painted as far as autonomous vehicles, the you know the landscape for the foreseeable future is one where it's a ride sharing future, and that's the piece I don't I don't like. Some that are pushing AV technology, would love to see a ride a ride share future where, you know, recreational driving is essentially a thing of the past and it's just a utilitarian point A to point B AV enabled modular transportation. And that's the piece that I don't like. Right. Unless you believe in, in, in game theory and that we're all uh, or simulation theory rather and that we're all part of a, a larger simulation. I like to believe we have choice. And so there are parts of this this A V future that feel a little bit too nineteen eighty four, a little bit too minority report ish for, for my taste. So in in listening to General Motors A V investor day yesterday, they held it in San Francisco. Uh, where cruise automation is based. Uh, General Motors acquired cruise automation about a year ago for a, a, a billion dollars. Cruise has autonomous technology. GM just, just bought another one, another company that plays in the AV ecosystem back in October. Then I'm blanking on the name of that company now, Strobe. Strobe makes sensor technology. And so Apple's developing their own technology. GM's developing their own sensor technology. We're still very much in the data collection phase, the observation collection phase, where it's about getting vehicle miles under our belt so that we as automobile OEMs can learn and iterate on the technology as we learn. I published a few days ago a a post about Waymo. Waymo has 4 million autonomous vehicle miles under its belt. And I'd hope at some point while the OEMs sort of publish uh, autonomous vehicle miles traveled, so we could sort of track progress. But where the OEMs are at this point as it pertains to autonomous technology, it's, it's, it's largely the test and learn phase, making the technology safe. And then once the, the OEMs are in a position where uh, the technology is road ready, you'll start to see them roll out fleet. So GM talked about a, a taxi fleet in 2019. Uh, Waymo has a small test fleet on the road in, in Phoenix. So you'll start to see ride sharing services, autonomous ride sharing services before you see full autonomous vehicles for the home. Now, that's not to say somebody might may not introduce a you know a hypercar that's fully autonomous, something in the call it five hundred thousand plus range, 
because the, the technology is just, you know, it's, it's expensive. And so one of the things GM talked about and what others in the industry have talked about is you know, the need to get the cost of each vehicle, each autonomous unit down to get the cost of vehicle miles traveled down. And I posted, and I'll, I'll post in the show notes as well, the, the presentation that General Motors held um, at, the, at the investor day. And so as that cost curve comes down, you'll start to see autonomous vehicles sold to us consumers. But for the, for the near term, for the foreseeable future, the autonomous phenomenon is largely going to be a, a fleet phenomenon, a rideshare phenomenon, uh, because larger fleet operators can you know, absorb the cost. And in a fleet scenario, you can better, better ensure uh, full utilization of each vehicle. And so uh, the, the fleet operators, I, I assume, will be the OEMs largely. And you'll see companies like Uber, as Uber disclosed a couple of weeks ago, uh, they're going to buy autonomous vehicles from, from Volvo, which is owned by Geely, China's uh, Geely. There'll be other rideshare companies. I imagine, I imagine we'll see you know, the traditional guys like Hertz and others migrate over to autonomous fleets for a portion of their fleet as they augment their traditional rental car service with ride-sharing services. So they'll, they'll absorb some of the units, but I think it's they're largely going to be um, fleet fleets owned and operated by the automotive OEMs. And as they collect data over time and refine the technology, and as more companies, more automobile OEMs purchase the input technology, use the input technology, you'll see the cost of those inputs. So a lot of this technology is still, it's, it's on the come. GM talked about getting to a 20, 30, 20 to 30% margin, operating margin in their autonomous vehicle business over time. And that the business, not so much their business, but the total addressable market is a market opportunity that's worth hundreds of billions. So look, I, I, I guess I'm, ca- I'm calling this out. One, because as I mentioned earlier, I'm not a huge fan of point A to point B rideshare. I like to think some of us are going to want to continue to express ourselves as individuals and not and, and, and for 100% of our transportation to not be pooled transportation. That's one. Number two, it's frankly a lot of hype for the investment community to, to drive the stocks up on the part of these automobile OEMs. I mean, the technology is very real, but we're a ways away from consumers having AVs in our homes, at least in terms of a majority of North American households, let's say, having an AV in their home. It's going to be a while. Main Street penetration is still a ways away. So it all feels a little speculative. You know, it all assumes that everything's going to go up and to the right. When mechanically, operationally, a lot of this technology is still being pieced together and figured out. You know, the presentation I saw yesterday, none of it, uh, you know, I I, I didn't really get a sense that any conservatism was baked in to account for the inevitable speed bump. No, No pun intended. Operational speed bumps that will occur as this technology evolves and get and become street ready so a little too a little too much hype for me to have the whole gm team on hand to sort of hype this technology that's still largely in in lab mode i don't care about the fact that cruise has cars on the streets and they're in beta and that they're going to have a taxi fleet by 2019 great let's talk about it when we get there or when we get closer and if you're uber that deal's going back and forth the i guess the tender is kicked off SoftBank and their co-investors came in at $48 billion. Feels a little rich. Uber did $2 billion in that revenues in the September quarter, so called an $8 billion, slightly north of $8 billion annualized revenue run rate. And 
you know, how do they fit into the autonomous vehicle equation if you're Uber? If you're Uber, you're probably not going to be manufacturing autonomous technology, at least not until the technology becomes a lot simpler. And at that point, you'll, you're, you're likely to be one that's outsourcing many of the components from OEMs, who I assume will be the, the companies that will have developed the, the mission-critical technology. So you're not going to have your own IP in the autonomous space if you're Uber, most likely. And if ride-sharing in the next decade or so is largely going to be an AV phenomenon, then where are you if you're Uber? I guess you're earning a spread on the rides, but if the vehicles aren't yours, then it would stand to reason that any rideshare fleet operation rolled out by the OEMs could be, if they so chose, could be offered at a lower price per ride for per vehicle mile traveled to the consumer than what you Uber could offer. Or if you Uber wanted to be price competitive, it would cut into your margins. If you're Uber, I guess you have the sort of the intelligence network, if you will, the ability to know where demand is, given your app that people have installed on their phones. Right? But Cruise Automation has their own app. Others will roll out their own apps. So for the moment, your Uber application and the intelligence within it and the intelligence that's you know inherent in the network is interesting, is somewhat unique. You know, Lyft has similar uh, capability. So I just I just don't know where you go if you're Uber strategically. I mean, to try to leapfrog the OEMs that are going to play in the autonomous space or to run around them or to outflank them. You know, if you're Uber, you need to figure out what is your core competency going to be because a ride share is not defensible in the long term. Sorry, it's not. So can you lease your network capability to some of the other OEMs so that they don't have to build their own network capability by network i mean the 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 network effect that's created by the application uh any any reporting any analytics that you may have developed as uber that sits on top of your intelligence network could you potentially sell that to the other oems i don't mean sell it as a a, as a business as an as an m a transaction but sell it via subscription turn it into a a business line a software as a service a cloud-based analytics business line that you could you know make available to other other interested parties but if you're Uber, hopefully you're trying to figure this stuff out because you're not going to be the dominant rideshare player for long. So like Bitcoin in summary, autonomous technology, I feel like there's a lot of hype around it. Not quite as much as around the Bitcoin currency, but a, a fair amount of hype. It will happen. The technology is real, but it's got a little bit ahead of itself. See you all next time.